And the show started. There we go, oh, Pat. Oh, oh. Why not? Why not? I'm much better at it than you. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Everybody says that. Yeah, because this is the first time I've done it, so great I response. I know you're a pro, Pat. You don't need to explain it to me. Uh, so, Pat, you said you wanted to start off because, Pat, you had sent us a picture earlier. And... Just like Paul. Oh, I got the Rona. Yeah. You want me to talk about it? I don't know. I mean, not too Wait, long. Wait, did we start? Are we live? Yeah, we're actually recording. Oh. Well, hi, Paul. Welcome and to the planet show Earth. started. Yeah, you already okay. did that. <laughs> um, I feel okay for the most part. It's just like... Oh, my throat is killing me, and I have, like, a pounding headache right now. When I say pounding, I mean pounding, so I want to get into our first topic, which is shower sex. Whoa. (laughs) How do we all feel about that? I'll let you two go first before I get my two cents. What's the the topic? What's the question? I said shower sex. Do you (laughs) like it or not? Elaborate. What do you mean? (laughs) Does it exist? Yes. Um, okay. I'll go first. Uh, so in my experience, it's very easy to give someone a concussion in the shower. It's tight quarters. Uh, there's hard walls there. Um, you know, it's wet. It's, it's, it's kind of warm, but it's not always warm. I'm going to give it a no. Yeah, thank you, Paul. I'm because yeah. Jared had some great constructive feedback. Well, Pat, I mean, when, when I bring up a topic, answer, I don't yes. just say. <laughs> Let I me don't... go ahead. Um, I will go ahead and say I also agree with you, Paul, that shower sex is a no because you have no footing whatsoever. You don't okay, have good footing. It's easy answer to get a, like a concussion or you know like break your jaw or something to happen. I'm just. I'm not a fan of it. I would rather pass and have like wet sex on like the floor or something. Yeah. Just get like a vase full of water and like pour it on yourself. On a carpeted floor. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. Hey, Jared, great better. answer, well, by the way. Yes. Yeah, okay. When I bring up a topic, I don't just say three words and then say go. Like, I thought you were going to oh, say, okay. like, we're going to, we're, okay. Flip zone. Sounds good, Jared. Okay. Oh, I mean, flip zone. Okay, D minus. You failed almost. Okay, fair enough. I, I mean, obviously, I'm in agreement with all you guys. It is dangerous. Some of the floors, like 
I will tell you right now, I've never tried this in my in my uh, childhood home's shower, but like I have a hard time just normally standing in that shower floor. Uh, like, let alone if I were to try to do something like that, uh, I would I would slip instantly. I mean, it's they make it's dangerous. You you see why old people fall in the tub or the shower? You see why that happens because it is just some of them are super slippery. Uh, not worth it to me. Yeah, and that brings up another point. If you see a grab bar in a person's shower and they're under the age of like forty, yeah, you, you got to get out of that house. They're <laughs> they're trying to bang you. Yeah, yeah. Maybe don't trust the shower. Maybe try something else. Don't trust the shower. Do not ever shower in that shower. Get just tell them you'll wash up in the sink if you have to stay over at a house like that. Yes, <laughs> deviance. There you go. Along that line. Uh, I had an idea for something, uh, and I was thinking about there, there's going to be people at when I get married that ha- are single, you know, that uh, or people that just don't have dates or things like that. So, what do you think about like partnering with an escort service uh, for people that don't have dates? I like it. I think yeah, that's kind of a sad excuse. No, the, no, I, it's like they don't even have to ask for it. They're just provided. My girlfriend listens to the show. Okay, I'm the and, only single one here, honey, so let me answer. Honey, okay, Honey, it's over. <laughs> I'm getting the escort. On a whole nother subject, Jared, glad you brought this up. Let me try and piece this together in my little COVID brain right now. Um, okay. When I go to a wedding... I haven't brought in a date in a little over a year because it was so much money for the plate, the hotel, like yeah. all the extra stuff. But I don't need an escort to like prove that I can bring a date. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think for it me was... it's not about that. It's just for enhancing the wedding experience. Exactly. It's for enhancing the wedding experience. Because Okay. Yeah. Well, we're talking to like two like eighteen year old virgins right now, so Makes ton of sense. If I was an eighteen-year-old virgin going to a wedding, no, that you would be the truth. Eighteen, you, you know what I meant. <laughs> so, just to to piggyback off that, Pat, did you see that the Bears released D Virgin off the practice squad today? No, I did not. I got the I got a uh, ESPN notification that D E E Virgin got released from the Bears today. That's what tough. a name! I know. That's that's a rough one. I was like a kid I went to high school with. I don't know if I ever brought this up on the show, but his name was Baby T. No, I've never heard that. I would know that. Yeah. Dude, he won fight night two years in a row. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. it was. um, That was his first name. It was hyphenated. It was Baby and then T-E-E-E. Oh. (laughs) He was hood, dude. He knocked people out. Well, you kind of need to be able to be a good fighter if you have a name like that. I feel like that's a name that somebody could make fun of you for. And so if you're Dude, tough. Dude, he was a year younger than me, and I wasn't going to mess with Exactly, that. exactly. If you're tough, like nobody's going <laughs> to nobody's gonna mess with you if you're a fighter. You know, they're never going to say anything about your name. Yeah, baby T. Nimley, shout out. There you go, shout out. Uh, thank you for fighting the good fight. So... Uh, you got, we had New Year's recently, Pat. Is that where the wedding you were at? You were at a wedding in New Year's. I was at a wedding. Yeah, I that, have a crazy story about how I got home. 
Okay, well, let's hear it. Well, good because it's, it seems like a popular. I hear a lot of weddings on New Year's, which I don't. I don't hate that idea just because I always dislike New Year's for the most part. I think it's usually not a great holiday. Um, but I'm curious about your story, Beth. I yeah, I hate New Year's Eve. Like it's literally my least favorite holiday. Um, yeah. There was one year where I had nothing going on, and I literally didn't leave my house, and I fell asleep before midnight. Like I could <laughs> care less about the New Year. Like it doesn't do anything to me. Yeah. It's usually like just the women in my life. They always want like to be like, Oh my God, it's a new year. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Wow. I really went to another level. There. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was big. I've not heard that woman, impre- <laughs> the woman impression ever. I don't think. So anyway, I, it was a, Great wedding celebration. I mean, like, in my wildest, like, financial dreams, I could never put up this wedding. Like, it was, we went to the Wrigley Building, and, like, there was, like, some people playing live music while we took pictures and all this stuff. Ooh. Like, right by the river. It was really cool. And then um, went to church. Actually, you know what? The fun fact, the church we went to, it was out in Oak Park, but the church was the same church that was in Home Alone when uh, Kevin McAllister oh, met the Shovel Man. Cool. Wow. Yeah, it was a six pew, lady kept telling us. Nice. So <laughs> I sat in six pew for about 10 seconds, and I was like, all right, I'm good. Just to feel it. Yeah. Was that Christmas <laughs> song playing in the background? Fall on your knees. Oh, it was not. <laughs> so this is a song. So, um, but New Year's Eve, we went back to Swiss Hotel. We were on like the forty-something floor, so you could see like all Chicago around. And the big plan was at midnight, everybody was going to watch fireworks from the windows and all this. Cool. Stuff. But, yeah, yeah. Um, I was a groomsman slash usher so i had a long day of standing on my feet yeah and then we've talked about my kryptonite which is the polish vodka which shout out to my brother-in-law marson came on the bus after the wedding and brought four bottles of that stuff on (laughs) the spirit juice (laughs) spirit juice so five or six shots later i'm like ready to take a nap and i can't so at dinner, I have just literally champagne and water. That's all. And I literally got a coffee, like, just to, like, stay awake. Like, yeah. no dancing, no nothing, nothing like that. So about 11 o'clock, I'm like, people started leaving in, like, our close circle. I'm like, you know what? I'm leaving, too. It's fine. I'm not falling asleep at a random hotel room in my tuxedo. It's just not happening. So... Anyway, um, that was the huge backstory, um, which leads into an even longer story, which was I tried getting an Uber. Only $15. Not that bad. It's a good right? deal. Yeah. For New Year's Eve? Yeah, oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. So it would go from your Uber's arriving two minutes. Now it's arriving in nine minutes. And it oh, would God. do that for like 45 minutes like minutes at a time so after a while i said fuck the uber i'm going to plan a i'm taking a bus 
I go to a bus stop, closed off. Don't know why. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just keep walking towards my place until I can get an Uber. Every street was closed off because of the New Year's celebration downtown. Oh, God. Come on. On Wacker, like, where I was at, every street was closed down. And I even asked, like, two policemen. I was like, do you know where I can go to get an Uber? And they just basically told me, good luck. Oh, so I finally get to, like, Lake and Jefferson. And I'm like, fuck this. I'll take the CTA. I don't care what happens to me. That was a bad idea. I get on the CTA, the green line. People are drinking 40s and smoking crack. Oh, my God. Green line. Sounds like a good idea. Sounds like a good idea. I don't know if it was actually crack because I've never smoked crack, but I've smoked weed, and what I was smelling was definitely not weed. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. And Was was there a fun little pipe with a ball on the end? Sort of. Yeah. Mm, oh. So the train I was on, um, I was trying to like not look at them, but not look away from them. Yeah. But these people are not just like regular people; like they looked <laughs> homeless. These are night. These are nighttime train people. These are nighttime train people. People who sleep on the train, stuff yeah. like that. So I finally get off the train. I'm walking home when midnight strikes. Like, all the fireworks are going off downtown, and I'm just walking across the expressway like, oh, God, I just missed it. Oh, no. And a homeless guy comes up to me, like, runs up to me, and I'm, like, literally about to jump. Like, what are you doing? And he goes, Happy New Year, motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) Just spreading good stuff. I go home, I rip my tuxedo off, and I just go to sleep. So that was my New Year's Eve. I like how you're wearing a tuxedo and people are smoking crack next to you. You could could not have stood out more. Well, if it was crack or meth, I have no idea. But it definitely was not weed. They were smoking drugs on on a train, middle of the night, while you you were wearing a tuxedo. Jared, the most fucked up part about it is there was a supervisor, like, on the fucking car I was on. God. And he was just letting all this happen. It's New Year's. Yeah. I, yeah, <laughs> 40s of malt liquor and pipes of what the fuck. I don't know. That, yeah. It just doesn't seem right. No, I, I agree. It is so It is so ridiculous what is chosen to be heavily enforced and what is not. I mean, the fact that you really can't feel safe taking the train at night. But, like, there's other things that I can get a parking ticket if I'm parked in a wrong zone for, you know, 15 seconds longer than I'm supposed to be. It's, that's insane. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't they just put parking guys on the train? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You know, a big part of it is you can't get money from a homeless guy, right? You're not going to be able to (laughs) to give him a ticket. He's not going to pay it. There's Yeah, I'll just leave. Exactly. Um, oh, and then the other thing is I accidentally dropped my mask at some point, so I was afraid of getting on this train to begin with. Like, it was going to be enforced that I wasn't wearing a mask, and then these people were doing all the things they were doing. Yeah, so, yeah. The yeah. Last, I think I talked about the show like a couple of months ago, but the last time I was at a CTI line was back from a Sox game, and there was just a guy kind of by himself just smoking weed. You know, he was shirtless, and uh, that was... 
That was always interesting. So I can't, that was like, you know, evening. That wasn't even nighttime. So I, I'm sure I could picture what was going on there. So that was New Year's Eve. There Carry you go. On. At least it was eventful. It was uh, memorable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, actually, was there other stories from the past week or something you guys want to get to, Paul or anybody? I mean, I've been down with COVID, so I've been sitting in my apartment. Um, staring oh that's fair just staring at stuff um i stared at my wall for a few hours i stared at my tv for a few hours but it was off so i thought i'll turn it on um then my rug caught my attention so i looked at that for a few hours i think think i get the point i think i get the point of that i did uh steed i did find something here about uh we the other like a couple weeks ago we talked about Ophel. um right do you remember yeah remember? yeah we did yes so i i searched what Ophel is and it is the internal organs of an animal used as food so like liver oh. or you know somebody will eat Tanzania. The, yeah so yeah that's what they eat on christmas eve yeah well, they save the good parts for Christmas Day, I guess. So yeah, maybe that's what it is. And I like the idea of using the whole animal. I just am not interested. So I would use the whole animal for like other stuff, like feeding other animals. There you go. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we did have an email here, so I wanted to get to this. It is uh, from Smacko, and it's a follow up from Chubstep Dan. So Smacko, Sleep Chub, it's called. Hello. Uh, email the show, by the way, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Sleep Chub, hello, pretend you're doing a sneak to steal someone's holographic Venusaur card in the middle of the night. What is a better tactic to avoid awaking the sleeping victim? Quick, deliberate movements that may create sudden and loud noises or slow, elongated sounds that won't reach the decibel level to awaken. Thanks, Smacko. I don't want to sound like a nerd, but Venusaur, it's like, wasn't like Mew like the hardest Pokemon card to get? I mean, there's some pretty rare Venusaurs. If you get like a good um, centering and really good, um, you know, quality card, it could be worth a lot of money. Yeah. Hmm. Is this something that's like laminated and worth like thousands of dollars or something? Yeah. Yeah. Let's or, say that. Or let's just say this. You know, they had all the other cards they wanted. They needed this to finish off their collection i also when i was reading venusaur i'm like i have not looked at that word in so long <laughs> it's like it took me a second to realize what that was is it weird that i probably haven't thought of that since like the second grade but the second it came up i knew what it was yeah no i know is that weird like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like oh venusaur the third evolution of bulbasaur of course yeah and i can picture it exactly in my mind yeah no it's i feel the same way pat uh, so Chubs of Dan replied, and he said it's a balance of time spent, make noise versus audibility. So <laughs> the question is, do you make quick, um, deliberate movements, or do you make very slow movements? Steve, this is almost like when you almost when somebody's crawling on the floor to try to strangle you to kill you in your sleep. Uh, what would have been a better tactic to do that to get into the room and steal something, or get in the room and, and strangle you? Uh, slow and deliberate. Yeah, it one like hands down. I mean, one sudden noise, I'm awake. 
before the noise is even done being made and I'm I'm in battle mode. Yeah. Uh so you're trying to take my Venusaur? I don't think so, Kimo Sabe. I'm you're waking <laughs> up, you're getting nunchucks to the face. I'm gonna go under my bed, I got a bow and arrow, I'll fucking draw that thing and shoot it through your eyeball. Yeah, now, dude. I hear the like the wind blow and I look over my shoulder. So I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> Slow, slow and deliberate. Okay, that's how I break into people's houses. Um, you know, I'm not usually going for Venusaurs, but I usually just creep in and I like slowly, slowly get in there, and then I like, I like tiptoe and slowly move my, my feet. I shuffle them across the floor, and then I hover over their bed and I just breathe for hours, and then I go back, go back home. That's my daughter's. You take that off. Well, <laughs> I stayed. Fantastic, obviously. Uh, but here's the deal, Haas. Uh, I think that the big thing... I think the what did you just thing, say? I'm going to start... By the way, that was going to be one of my next topics. I'm going to start using the word Haas now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said Kumasab, and I like that, so I thought I'd throw out the Haas early. So uh, I think the biggest thing is doing a scan of what type of floor you're working with. Like, are you, because, because the biggest thing, there are some people's houses where you take every little step, you're hearing a creak and it is going to be really hard to sneak in regardless of how slow or or fast you're moving. Cause I, you know, I've tried sneaking out of places with noisy floors and it's just, you hear it, especially when you're going up staircases and stuff like that. I think, yeah, I think what your biggest thing is, instead of worried about how fast or slow, is what is the best entrance to get into the room. If you're the, thinking route planning, yes, like so maybe if this is a friend's house, if the you know you find out that the floor is really squeaky, but you go in there earlier, you unlock the window, you get a ladder later, you go in through the window, something like that. I think that's uh, a different way to maybe approach it, other than the fastness versus slowness of how fast uh, that's how you smart. Do. Yeah, you could go fast if you know it's like a tough marble floor and you're in your exactly. Sex. You could just you could dance yes. into the room. I agree. Uh, thank you, Smacko and Chubb Step Dan. Oh, I, yeah, Hoss. Let's talk about Hoss. What do you guys think about starting to call people Hoss? Like Dog Hoss? You just like? Well, oh, not like Dog House. No. <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying at first. Um, Doghouse is a name of a uh, hot dog place that was on Marquette's campus. But no, that's not what I was thinking. <laughs> so I Googled Haas just yeah. now. I wanted like a definition. And this is what came up. It says it's a non-standard spelling of horse uh, used to represent speech. And the sentence they give is... My horse throwed me off at the crick. No! <laughs> at the crick? Pat, well, what are the chances? It's spelled C-R-E-E-K, but you you know how we pronounce that word. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to say negative here. Just... My horse throwed me off at the crick. Yeah, don't <laughs> use that word. I think I'm going to use it. What? I would rather you call me bro, even though I'm not your bro. You know what I mean? What's up, Haas? Yeah, <laughs> no. 
Hey there, Big Hoss. Like, Big Hoss is if you oh, like the Oh, okay, you cannot say Big Hoss. Hey, Big Hoss. How's, how's the liquor treating you? <laughs> That's how I, I want to walk into bars and say that to people. Ugh. Yeah, I think there's a time go down place. to the bar next Jared, door. what even triggered you to, like, come to this conclusion? I can't remember. I was I was watching something or listening to something, and he used the word Hoss. And I'm like, I've heard a few people use that, and it's... <laughs> it's you know, like some people are the people that just say brother after anything, you know. Uh, uh, Jared, I could come up with so many other words that you could say instead of hoss. All right, well, let's brainstorm. What do you got, Pat? Okay, bro, bra, bro. Uh, Everybody uses those. Cuz. Cuz could work. I, I don't hate cuz. Dude. Yeah. I'm So now I'm seeing a lot of Yo. respect on hoss. Okay. Like people are saying, it's one, it's a level above boss. So instead Ooh. of saying like "What's up, boss?" you're like "What's up, boss?" Okay, boss is a good one. Yeah, thank you, Paul. Yeah, chief. <laughs> I've used chief before, uh, but better than boss. I like hoss is like yeah, it's a step above boss. I mean, it's the ultimate respect in my book. Yeah, it's well respected person uh, in the southeast. It's a big person, pal. Um, somebody about Bud, the size of a horse. Buddy. Okay, pet pal. Hello, mate. What's up, chum? Pal and Bud seem my like... My PIC, my partner in crime. <laughs> pal and Bud seem like derogatory almost. Like, you're like, okay, pal. Yeah, I like, don't like Pal and Bud. I don't like Pal or Bud. Pal's yeah. a bad one. Yeah, I'll give you that. I, I I don't know much about Bud. I call people Bud all the time. Yeah, Buddy? Buddy's okay, I guess, as long as you don't overuse it. Yes. You want to friend zone somebody, though, call him Buddy. Yes. I think if, or, okay, well, I didn't want to go there. But anyway, if you call somebody Hoss, like if you called me Hoss, I kind of look at you funny. Like, what the fuck did he just call me? He called you Hoss. That means he thinks you're a big, big horse-like guy. Well-respected horse timer. guy. Yeah, I guess. I'm like the guy at the wedding that you were at or the bachelor party. What? I don't I'm, I'm going back a few episodes now. <laughs> guy. Okay. <laughs> the guy who was showing um, <laughs> pictures of himself. I had like the long hair. Oh my God. I don't even know. Jared, you were at a bachelor party and there was some dude you were referring to. I, it, that was big? He was a big hoss. He was a big hoss. Big hoss. <laughs> I'm I'm sure it happened. I just I can't remember exactly what you're referring to, but I'm sure that happened. Okay, Bye. I I believe you. I believe in your your story. I trust I trust you, Pat. Uh, okay, well, I, okay. So I think Pat Pat's not sold on Haas. I think maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll slowly wear you down on that, Pat. Okay, okay. Don't call me Haas. Okay, okay. Haas throwed me off at the crib. Uh, <laughs> Let's do a, uh, a quick Billy Bob Thornton movie review here. Sounds good, Hoss. Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And do me a favor, once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense because uh, what's well, like this, you can say three but not four. Well, it's funny because I mean, you know, we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and you know, stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino. 
So, I, yeah, I have a I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds, anything before night, uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut the f up. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We we took a the guy who was six five, and shrunk him down for the f movie. Wow. Yeah. Only in Hollywood. Anyway, no, I'm not an albino. God oh. damn it. I mean, seriously. What he's is a dwarf. Of course he's that short. That's... What kind of question is that? Am I on acid? So, from the director of Fifty Shades of Grey, Sam Taylor Johnson, comes the 2018 uh, movie about a guy in rehab called A Million Little Pieces. Oh. This is starring uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who is the director's husband. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton plays another guy in the rehab. Then Giovanni Ribisi. People, you de it's definitely a guy that you would recognize if you saw him. Uh, he is in this as another person in rehab. Juliet Lewis, uh, you would definitely... Again, these are all people that if you Google their names, you definitely know who they are. Then Andy Buckley, who is... Uh, David from The Office is in this. Those are the yeah, people I recognize. So uh, basically, this is a story about a guy who was addicted to crack. Speaking of crack, Pat <laughs> talked about crack earlier, and also alcohol. And he basically is getting in such rough shape that his brother forces him to get into rehab. In rehab... Uh, it, there's nothing really crazy unique about the story. I mean, it's just a pretty basic rehab story where he meets some people, you know, there's different unique personalities in the rehab that he's in. He does kind of fall in love with another person in rehab there. And that's kind of the story. It, it is one of those ones where I would say like a movie my mom would be really into because she likes things about addiction and things like that, being a therapist that she is. Uh, and I think maybe people in that world would find it interesting or maybe people that have been in a situation with addiction uh, would find it interesting. And I know quite a bit about addiction and things like that. And I still didn't find it to be anything that was uh, like stood out to me as amazing or like, oh, this is a great way to tell the story or, or it's anything I hadn't seen before. It felt very much like things I had seen a million other times or stories I had heard before, things like that. I didn't really find it that unique. It's the acting is good in it. It's just like, it was just kind of like, it felt regurgitated to a lot of other stories I've heard and things like that. So I'm giving it a middle tier. I don't want to spend too much time on this uh, only because it's just like, it's pretty forgettable. Yeah. Hey, Jared. Um, I, so I looked up a review and it is raving about the director's husband's penis. <laughs> Wait, what? Can you touch on that? I did I miss that part? <laughs> Jay, this review is it's called Boogie Nights Two. Okay, wait, I see this review this is on IMDb. It says it seemed like the director just wanted to show her husband's pack more than the character's addiction problems. Aaron Johnson made me feel insecure about my Johnson now. I thought it was fake. It was like watching Boogie Nights, but without the prosthetic facts or a good story. Did you review this? This is not, I, this me. Was not me. This was this was uh, reviewed by Diego Says on November 4th of last year. So he, he ends it with, God damn it, that was some kick-ass snake. <laughs> <laughs> 
How did I miss this? I must have been like not. I must have like looked away or got up to get a drink or something while that happened. You missed what? I gotta look it up. What's his name? Aaron Taylor Johnson. Well, his last name is Johnson. I'm looking up his. I'm looking up his dick right now. Okay. Good. That way I don't have to. Um. So, do you remember this book too when it came out and like Oprah praised it and shit, and then it was huge, and then it came out like the guy lied about everything in the book. Is that this one? This is the one that the the lines about. That's this one. I read this book. That's wild. Okay, this makes a lot more sense. I I didn't. I knew I had heard this name before, but I just thought I had heard of this movie a, a while ago. This makes based on the controversial bestseller. That's what it says. So that's uh, yeah. that's very interesting. So I guess for for the fact of a movie, if you're not selling it as a true story, it works. But to me, it's just still not that great of a story. But this this thank you for putting that all together, Steve. I was not I was not doing that in my yeah. mind. Yeah. Uh, so I got the dick. I got the dick pics. First off, this guy's got an ass like you wouldn't believe. You see a lot of plumber butt in this You want to elaborate? It's just great bot on this guy overall. There's just this one close-up pic of this dude's butt. Um, I'm trying to enjoy my protein bar over here, and you're just talking about some dude's butt. All right, so his dick, uh, (laughs) it's nothing like Boogie Nights. I think... You know, it's a good hog. It's a it's a decent <laughs> ween, but he's obviously pretty chubbed up in this scene. All right, he had get some away from the ball stuff on. for a second. Jerry, um, guess what I'm going to wash down this protein bar with? Milk. Whole milk. Whole milk. <laughs> you guys are you guys are more messed up than me googling Aaron Taylor Johnson dick. Yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> It's a decent ween. It's a decent nothing okay. to write home about. Steve, but not not something to write a, that review about. I see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. The moment I removed his pants, I was astonished by the size of his python. Well, so this is going to be a middle tier for me. Uh, again, watchable. It's okay. It's nothing special in my book, uh, especially if this is based on kind of a fake book. So now that we know that, uh, middle tier really about Thorn for me. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yep. That was simply fantastic. Thank you. Borderline spectacular. Was there something else you guys want to get to? No, please give us more. I'm a Swedish plumber. I'm here to fix your pipes. That's good. That's a good accent. Do you guys have any people in your life that are just um, kind of characters? Like if you were writing a book or writing a movie, like you might put this person's personality in as a character and you almost want it be believable? Yeah. I feel... <laughs> Let me uh, wash down this protein. Okay. Okay. So I get that feeling a lot with like, it's like a similar feeling of I like meet people or I like just see people doing stuff. And I'm like, how does this person exist? Yes. Like, and function being so stupid. Like they, they seem like a NPC in a video game. Yeah. (laughs) Like their brain is like 10% power. Yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck are like especially if they're like they're rich or something yes but they can't like open their car door that they've opened <laughs> a million times i'm like what the hell is going on yeah so there's there's a billion versions of this uh, i can think of quite a few people one that really stood out to me and this is because i spent some time recently uh with him maybe like two weeks ago <clears throat> there's this guy they've called uncle frank and uncle frank is a guy that my dad 
uh, has worked with in the past and not related to me at all. Uh, but we're not the only ones that call him Uncle Frank. Apparently, multiple people call him Uncle Frank. But he uh, he just, the way he talks, I can't even describe it, but it's, uh, I might be able to find a clip to post on the Chops App Instagram at some point. But we basically, uh, he, he he's part of like this kind of club in Chicago, like one of those, not a country club, but that sort of type of thing. And we get invited there. We show up. He uses a lot of like uh, interesting terms, like he calls people Alice or Senator. Like he uses those <laughs> terms quite a bit when describing somebody. Uh, the floor is your Senator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's a good uh, Sopranos quote. Yes, yes. But uh, or like, you know, maybe like slow down, Alice, like if you're talking too fast type of thing. Or he calls a lot of people good eggs. Like I think a lot of these people, character people that I'm thinking of use a lot of just lines that you would easily use in a movie right you would know how to write dialogue for them because they use a lot of the same words uh very smart guy a sales guy so he always like every place you go to he knows somebody he's calling people just showing up places uh he he's always this mystery in my life because he he'll like he'll like meet my family random places i think i've met him in like washington dc uh mississippi Chicago, San Diego, just like all these random places he'll show up and I never see him for more than maybe two hours. Sometimes it's way less than that and then I don't see him again for another couple months. Uh, He just pops in and out of places and I just, it would be great to have that same effect on other people (laughs) that he has on me. But I'll give you an example. He showed, so when I was talking about Mississippi, he went down there to kind of meet up with my family and uh, (laughs) he, uh, and he shows up at this tailgate for this Ole Miss game. And he shows up and we see him for maybe 10 or 15 minutes. He was down there the whole weekend. And he gets in kind, like, kind of a little like scuffle, not a, just a verbal scuffle with one of my brother's friends there. And then we don't see him again. <laughs> and so like, he's just, it's so uh, random. But just, I, I just always enjoy these type of people in my life because it's just like it's, it doesn't seem real. It just seems almost too good to be true uh, for for a lot of these interesting people. But we were in this uh, cab when we were with him. We were taking a uh, Uber or something, you know, back. He always takes Uber Blacks. He, he won't take a normal Uber. Uh, That's classy. Very classy. And so we're in this Uber from one restaurant that he knows the odor from to, you know, some other place we're going to. And just this conversation he is having with the... Uh, with the taxi driver is just insane. So like I said, I'll try to get, we tried recording some of this, this conversation. So I'll try to post on the Chubb stuff Instagram, but uh, just <laughs> not normal things that somebody would discuss with a Uber driver. If they even were talking to, you know, the Uber driver, usually it's one or two words. It's not a whole conversation about, um, you know, trying to hit that lady walking across the sidewalk. We're not hitting her or things like that. You I know? would say like with me, the regular conversation between me my father and my grandfather is pretty like out of this world. Mm-hmm. Like, um, we're very close. We're the last people with our surname. Um, so it's like we got the lineage thing going on yeah. and we just, you know, I've known both of them my whole life, obviously, but <laughs> at the <laughs> wedding, um, my grandfather, I'm sitting next to my dad on my left and I got my grandfather right. And he goes, you didn't bring a woman with you. This is my grandfather. He goes, you didn't bring a woman with you. Is something wrong with you down there? Yeah. And I was like, 
Bro, you could have been this with a crowbar, and I swear to God, I thought he was going to die at the table. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. I was, like, holding him up from laughing. Yeah. So we just, yeah, we always say stupid stuff to each other. But, um, yeah, I can relate on that. Um, some random people who say things that are kind of weird. Um, I don't know. Let's give a shout-out to Nick Russo. He says a lot of things that are really weird. He's kind of a weird individual. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick, feel I appreciate free to respond it. With an email. He's a good guy, but like, I get random Snapchats from him sometimes, and I'm like, um, okay, yeah, I get it, sort of. <laughs> I'm sure Nick would love to hear that. Ammunition too. Ammunition too. Shout out to Ammunition too. Well, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, I just wanted to bring that up because it was just, a, I had an interaction, you know, like two weeks ago at this thing, and uh, you know, <clears throat> he's telling me the story about how. He's supposed to be kicked out of this place because he got in a fight with a pool in a pool hall where the guy was some doctor was throwing pool balls at him. And it just <laughs> yes. Just exactly. these people always have stories like this, and it's always it's always interesting. Perfect. Uh I think uh oh, last thing I wanted to talk about here. Uh drag names. Do you guys have good uh drag names if you decide to ever do drag? What does that even mean? So like drag queens always have different names. Uh, based on thing, and I'm only bringing so this up. Why would I have a name like that, Jerry? Well, you want to be ready. You, yeah, just to be ready. Oh, but okay, yeah, just gotta be ready, Paul. <laughs> yeah, just in case I decide to be a drag queen one day. Yeah, yeah you, sure. You probably won it, Pat. To be fair, you're right. You probably won it. But I just had thought of a good one. Actually, I don't think I haven't thought of this. Might have been uh, Amy, but Bobby Slay would be my drag Ooh, name. Bobby Slay is a good one. Yeah. I'm like ready to hang up, right? Now. Okay, okay. That's that's very upset by <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> Pat, you would have hated uh I like years ago, three years ago I threw a, a theme party for Amy's uh birthday party. I probably talked about this on Chub Step, but the, the theme was all the guys had to be in drag. Uh you would have not enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, I would have given himself COVID too. <laughs> why why is that like even an idea jared <laughs> well that's something she enjoys a lot she likes rupaul's drag race uh, uh oh a drag race not drag queens but a drag race well it's it's part of the drag queens are part of a drag race it's all connected no they're not yes they are what do you think what are you talking about do, a okay, drag race RuPaul's, is okay like well when you start like, okay. on a corner of a street okay, okay. and you sprint you're right. There's yeah. multiple meanings of the word drag race uh, in the in the okay, sense well, I was I talking about. I just haven't explored into your world, Jared. Okay. I'm glad. I'm happy for you. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Let me think of my drag name. We'll go with uh, instead of Patrick. We'll go Patricia. Are you happy? Yeah, Patricia. Patricia. <laughs> Perfect. I know. I know. I mine, know. Yeah. Nothing to do with cards. Mine would we're be. Talking about. Mine would be purple peppermint. Purple peppermint. There you go. I like it. All right. So uh, we'll wrap it up there. People email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, rate the show on the podcast app. Share the podcast with a friend. I just posted on Instagram. I found a quarter uh, from 2020 that has a bat on it. I just thought that was a uh, a bad choice for a quarter in 2020. Yeah, I wonder if they thought about that. <laughs> yeah, probably... Probably regretted a little bit after the fact. Um, but 
thank you all the hosses for listening, all the troubleholics for listening. Uh, oh. <laughs> all the heavy chubbers. Heavy chubbers. The show has ended. Be gone. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.